Hi there, how's your week been? I've got a really, really good episode for you today. If I do say so myself, it's been a while in the making. First of all, I'll explain who the guest is. It's Joy Matashi. She is she's hilarious. She's a hair architect. Like I've given her that name. She studied architecture, but she's mostly known for hair. She's self-taught. You can catch her on Instagram at Joy Darling in it, um, doing lives on how to do Senegalese twists. She's got a lot of personality. She's a real glossier stand, I found out. Like when you check out the list of products in the products mentioned section, you'll see I think there's at least eight Glossier products in there. And no, this episode is not sponsored by Glossier, but it probably should be. What I need to tell you is actually we recorded it on, gosh, a couple of months ago. It was before lockdown started here in the UK, but it was at the time when the toilet paper was selling out everywhere. I remember I picked Joy up from the station. We couldn't find hand soap. Like it was when everyone went crazy. So Joy came to stay for the night. We watched some documentaries. We had a great time. And the next day we recorded this episode. We discuss Joy's influences as well as her skincare, obviously. We talk about borrowing from your sister, your sister stealing your products. And it turns out that while Joy stayed, she took a liking to some of the products in my bathroom, <laughs> including the Peter Thomas Roth 24 karat gold mask. Uh, but that's fine. That's what beauty is about. It's about sharing things. And that's what this show's about. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. In fact, I guarantee you will. If you're listening, you might want to check out the YouTube because yeah, it's fun. And for, like I said, all information about the products mentioned, the books mentioned, you'll find everything in the show notes. So let's get on with it. My name's Sharice Kenyon and this is the Beauty Me podcast. I've been a hair and beauty journalist for about 15 years and I thought it was about time I created my own platform so I could talk all about beauty without the BS. While there's plenty of room for product recommendations, I'm also all about the daily routines, traditions and lifestyle path that make us all approach beauty differently. Yeah, please do this for the trailer, by the way. Recording <laughs> <laughs> audio? Oh, thank you. There's some vintage ones my friend got me. Joy Matashi. Is that correct? Yes, Joy Matashi. Joy Matashi. That's such a great... Strong, it means strong young man in like... My Is dad. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A strong young boy, apparently. Okay. If anyone already knows me through this show, it's like I'm super nosy. So we're going to talk about growing up, influences, but also let's start with like your daily routine because yeah. I met you a few months ago and I'm always like, your skin yeah, is just... A few months ago? I think so. Wow. Was it November? Before Christmas. Oh my gosh, I thought that was in January. Oh, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't because we were supposed to meet. No. I was in Nigeria in January, so it was definitely last Right, year. okay. Yeah. Wow, we've known each other for six months. Oh, shoot, Ooh, four months. <laughs> four months. <laughs> yeah. I always picked up on like, your amazing skin and stuff. So I'm like, thank you. let me know exactly what you do from the minute you put your foot out of the bed. Oh, we thank God. Um, well, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> thank God. And then I, you know, go into the bathroom, which is good to do. Um, <laughs> uh, I've recently I've been using a lot of Glossier. I think. Okay. I think you like the stretch concealer, right? I love their stretch concealer. Literally. When I, I think when I discovered their stretch concealer, I stopped using everything else because I'm a very, when it comes to makeup in the morning, mm, I'm mm. super simple. I like mm -hmm. it 
being really quick, I yeah. call it, me and my friends call it tap, tap makeup. We love tap, okay. tap makeup. If it doesn't tap, tap and then spread, <laughs> we don't want it. Like, you know, and the concealer is like a tap, tap. So you're not fussed with brushes, beauty blenders? Not, no, not necessarily. Right. If I'm doing a beat, okay. which is another, I guess, term. Yeah. Um, I'll probably, the, the, the furthest I'd go is to setting with like a loose powder with a, right. with a beauty blender. Okay. And then brushing it off with another brush. Mm-hmm. Um, and then doing the eyeshadow. It's, I, I, I really, I'm a skin girl. And I feel like right. when I accepted that I was a skin girl, I just stopped caring about everything else. Really and truly. Right. I just want myself to look like myself. Yeah. When I first started getting into like, you know, makeup, it was the um, Bare Minerals Beauty Pack. Yeah, like yeah, Like the yeah. 50 pound beauty pack. It came with like... So did it include powder and stuff? It included the, the powder, the brush, a highlighter, a bronzer. Okay. A bronzer, yeah. It's like, it was literally like, like I remember that being the so first right. thing I ever bought. Yeah, and I remember when I took a picture of myself in the garden, my skin looked amazing, right. and I felt like ever, that was the, the almost the staple point of how I wanted my makeup to look in future. Yeah, and because yeah, they kind yeah. of said, you know, these are the mineral powders good for your skin. Mm. You can sleep with your makeup on. So I used to always sleep with my makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> um, to my mum's like, you know, despair, like look at your pillow. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like no, but I can sleep with my makeup on. It's like no, you should really wash your face. Yeah. Um, which I obviously ended up doing when I got yeah. into like all the other kind of um, brands. That's, I mean, yeah. So, but now I've kind of gone into the Glossier, you know, mm. train. I think mainly because of branding. Right. So you're not telling me it's because you love the products. I or love you the say, product, right. I but it was the branding that led you in. What was it then? Do you remember the first time you saw a Glossier product? I, it was, it was recommended by a friend. Okay. Um, her name is Jelena, amazing, amazing woman. Um, and she was like, you should try the, she almost said it like off the whim. Oh, mm. Glossier, this amazing brand, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And then I just went on their website and I just kept on following them until mm. they had a pop-up in London. Yeah. Like near Bond Street. In okay. The, it was like a huge house in every floor. I think they were launching the perfume. Oh, you, because they had the room that literally smelled of the perfume, exactly, didn't they? Like, yeah. really intense. Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't smell it in the room, but when I put it on myself and I left, that's when I smelt it. Okay. I didn't buy anything that day. Right. I remember not buying anything that day. But then I went to LA and then I went and walked into the shop yeah. um, on the boulevard and I got mm-hmm. something there. But, yeah. So what was the first product you bought? The cleansing. The, gel, the milky jelly the milky cleanser. milky jelly cleanser. Right. Um, I was using, cause I, I mean, I think if, if I buy something, I want it to do more than one thing. And so they said that it could take off your, the packaging said it will take off your, um, mm. mascara and yeah. your, <laughs> and your makeup. And because I'm skin, skin, tap, tap, I thought, okay. You hardly had any on. I hardly had, any, had anything on. So, so I was it worked like, for you. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work, it doesn't work for, for you. A full face. No. It doesn't work for full face. I don't think a lot of brands work for full face. Boschia. No. Boschia. B-O-S-C-I-A. I know the one. Yeah. I went to Sephora. That was the first one somebody introduced. Someone introduced that to me because I was tired of using micellar water. I was just being lazy. I was like, I just want something that will, you know, wash my face and I don't yeah. have to use like any cotton pads. Right. Or right. anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I use the Bossier and I, I still use it to this day. Okay. Yeah. So what is that? Just a... It's an oil you put on your face, right. you wet okay. it a bit, yeah. smudge it around. Yeah. But I still have to go again and wash my face. I love my face being super clean before going to bed well, now. So do you do a double cleanse? I do a double cleanse. Yeah. I think, I don't know what we were doing before a double <laughs> cleanse because... The thought of washing all my makeup off with a gel cleanser or like something. What was I doing? Yeah. I wasn't even doing that twice. So, you yeah. know, you would come home, wash your makeup yeah. off, maybe apply 
a separate one for eyes if yeah. you've got a waterproof yeah. one. And I can't remember when I started double cleansing, but it's it's now like there's no way if I've got a full face of makeup on, I'm coming good. home, I'm doing the oil, I'm gonna rub it in, so I start to feel the grains of the mascara come off yeah. and Definitely. everything. Then get like maybe a hot flannel or if it's a wash off one, like warm water, and then. I use my water, my my gel cleanser, yeah. and then I'm clean. Yeah, definitely. What all that time we were just doing like a we were smearing ourselves with like a simple makeup remover. Mm, it was Caroline Hirons, I think, that really got me thinking about it. I think I'd already started, but she was like, "The telltale sign is when you get a." I think she said something like, "When you get a cotton pad, put some cleanser on it, and go in your hairline." Still there. Your makeup is there, there. and that's why you get like those little pimples or something. So I was like, yeah, I'm to say that I'm a beauty journalist and I love makeup and I'm not cleansing properly. It's like, it's not good. No. First book in Sam, first thing in Sam Vine's book actually. Oh, really? So Um, Joy was looking through my little library of um, books yesterday. Yeah. Like (laughs) 1am and she found a book about makeup artist Sam Vine. And we were just talking about how even back then it was like essential the prep yeah so let's say if it's a day for you when you're not wearing makeup like mm-hmm. what are you doing with your face when you get up um it's still a double cleanse i'll probably so double cleanse it in the morning as well oh it's, it's double just to clarify double yes. cleanse is when you clean your face twice <laughs> <laughs> usually with an oil followed by a a foaming okay no, no, a no foam no. type it's just single cleanse then single cleanse Okay, so you're saying you use the same product twice. Okay, no. What I'm saying is that if I, just to clarify, if I have makeup on, I like, you know, I go in a bit more. Yeah. So I'll like do the oil cleanse and I'll do like a a gel cleanse after. But if if I'm in In the morning, morning, it's just a gel cleanse. Right. Then I go straight to my serums. Okay. What serum? serum? Okay, (laughs) which one are you using right now? Right now. So I was using the, um, so I was using the hyaluronic from the ordinary right um and uh the but if i if i can't say i'm getting ready and i can't find the hyaluronic because it's somewhere lost in my palette <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever i'll use the equivalent in the glossy package oh right I can't, I can't so you've got have you got a few of their serums i've got the i love hyaluronic. super pure this, uh, is that the super pure no one? that's the niacinamide one it's amazing but it's they still haven't restocked it since november yeah it's a joke i actually did a whole bit on it last week on youtube so you haven't even tried it yet because you don't have it. it's amazing it's amazing it's It's actually amazing because it's the only glossy product i've called amazing so far so that so what's the benefits of that one what it is i don't know if you're prone to blemishes but often when you have a blemish there's also what comes with it which is like more redness in your skin Mm. and obviously a more bumpy texture Mm -hmm. and I got it as a, just, it was a freebie at an event. And one day I used it because I couldn't find my high, my usual hyaluronic acid yeah. serum. I was looking around. I was like, let me try this stuff. And I think I used it for a few days. I was like, oh my God, I can feel the difference. Does it level your skin? Yeah, that's oh. it. And the redness, like it was, it was gone. Amazing. So I used it religiously every day. So when it ran out, I was like, I'm, I'm happy to buy this. Continually. Yeah, yeah, and it's just not there. And it still hasn't been restocked. It's £24, maybe. <laughs> Which, so, it's definitely double anything you'll pay for, for the ordinary. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind, because my sister was using Kiehl's for a while. Oh, right. So that's 
the next level. That's the up. next level. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I would not buy. I wouldn't buy Kiehl's. I'm, I'm, mm. a, I'm a, I'm a product snatcher. Meaning that. So I you have a, a line you won't go over. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but I will go over my bedroom into her bathroom and use it. <laughs> 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 the product snatcher that's me yeah yeah okay i'll okay. be the worst roommate okay okay no that's if we're, that's okay if and you've been staying you. in my house the past the past okay, night i did so... use your oil <laughs> Which and oil? i did use your face mask <laughs> the gold Which one ones? i Which... saw i saw a gold face mask and i was like oh the peter thomas ross i appreciate the honesty yeah sorry um, well, She's holding my hand now. <laughs> Sorry, baby. The <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is the great thing about like staying in beauty bloggers' houses. It's like they got everything everywhere." No, no, no. The good, the good shit's in. I'm like, room. she said the good issues in her bathroom, yeah. but she got some good stuff in her guest bathroom as well. Okay, you know, cool. Help yourself. That's what it's there for. It don't. Are you sure? <laughs> Help yourself. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's go back, back, back to yes. your mornings. Like, I want to know when you wow. haven't got the ordinary serum, what are you using? It is when I'm not using the ordinary serum, I'm just okay. Do you know what I'm using? I'm using bio oil, <laughs> mineral oil, basically. Let me tell you something. I wish I, I have you might as well put baby oil on you. You know face. what? Yeah, I put it on my neck, right? Because I have. I struggled so much with hyperpigmentation. Right, okay. I've heard it does help with that and like it stretch marks. really, really does. Like I remember I was using that almost like I would use a little bit and I would kind of just mm. like massage in like I'm giving mm. myself a cute body massage. This is what I'm mm. really desperate, guys. I don't use this like every single day. <laughs> but like if I really feel tightness and if I can't bother to like, you know, really yeah. search for something I need to go, I'll yeah, see the yeah, bio yeah. oil. I'll just like we'll massage it into my skin and then okay. I'll get like a, a, a moisturizer and put it over. Mm -hmm. Moisturizer I generally use. I used to use the quarterly, the pink sorbet. Oh, right. Okay. Um, when I'm trying to find like a sealant that's not too like heavy. Okay. Uh, but recently I've been using the priming moisturizer from Glossier. Okay. Or the rich moisturizer, which from I'll Glossier use in the as evening well. from right. Glossier. Okay. Um, any other one? Um, like three, two to three times a week, I'll use the sensitive scrub from Cordily. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Cordily. 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 I'll use that one. Um, and when I was, yeah, when I didn't have a lot of budget, I'd use, literally just use Shea Butter and mm. Simple. Mm. And I had really bad skin. skin Because Shea Butter is like... Healing, but that's because I didn't but, know Yeah, my, but it's also blocking... Do you know what? Yeah, but I had no idea that I had dry skin. Right. And Shea Butter really helped. Mm. Yeah, of course. Almost. It will help with the hydration side, for sure. I didn't know that. So I, I feel like in my DIY in my DIY practice when it comes to skin, mm. I've learned a lot about my skin mm. that I didn't know. Like, I thought I was overly oily, but I didn't know that I was so producing did I. more sebum because of the thingy-majiggy. And then... <laughs> new, new <job laughs> no, it's true. I spoke <laughs> about it on my last video because I was like, I think when you are black or mixed, you tend to think, I've got... You, you think you've got oily skin mm. and you're going to have it for life. And I think that's where the whole black don't crack comes from because we have naturally more oil. Sam but I think that as well. Did he? He did, yeah. But you go through <laughs> certain stages. I was like, you know what? No, I think it's more of the oily T-zone, the classic. And then maybe I'm like dry around here. Mm. And so then you're like, if you get blemishes, they look 10 times worse if you have dry skin. Interesting. Because the redness is more pronounced, the roughness is more pronounced. Yeah. So you have to focus on 
the hydration side, but also getting rid of the blemishes as well. So do you think white people need to focus more on hydrating <laughs> themselves than all these other... Why do you say... Why do you say white Sorry, people? I, this is where my this is where my my head bounced yeah. because Sam Fine was saying the makeup artist. This mm-hmm. is the book. He was saying that obviously um, we're we're we look a lot more youthful in our yeah in our yeah. It's like a, our, our skin is producing like natural oils yeah, and we're overly oily in the yeah. T zone yeah. So it kind of as us becoming mm-hmm. looking a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Whereas so that when we're so older, it kind of sits. So like, do you think hydration is the key to youthfulness? Like, oh you know, yeah, I think so. You know, and you know what? Even if it's just appearance for appearance's sake, when you apply a layer of moisture to something, I think it's automatically going to look smoother. Just you know, me. we have texture in our skin. Yeah, I get super stressed out when I've got a breakout because the minute I put on something mattifying, it is exaggerated. Yeah. So. I had really bad acne when I was younger. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And then it just, I literally woke up and it was gone. I can't even like. No, mine's continued all my life on and off. Hormones, one way. Stress, another way. Eating lots of dairy, another way. But it's funny because my mum's white and she, she's got good skin. Mm. But I think that's because. She has always taken good care of, care of it. She wouldn't, she wouldn't wake up and not moisturize. She no, moisturize. no. But I have to nag her incessantly about wearing SPF. I'm just like, please don't embarrass me. Yeah. Like looking like a lobster on holiday. Yeah. It's like, it's not good. Do you wear SPF, Joy? I do. I wear SPF. Like I'll have it on the, on my, on my, um, <laughs> so I use the body shop, the pink one. Okay. Yeah. That was, I think a few people like that one actually. I SPF. forgot what it's called. 30 is it, oh, I thought it might be 50. There was 51. Yeah. They, they've taken okay. it off stock and we started. Oh, right. My sister used to use that one. She was wondering, like, why have you got to mm. take Nobody really knows why. Mm. Um, so I use that on my tea and my cheeks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to rely on my primer for SPF, which is like oh, a nice. Nasty... all the way under, underneath. Yeah, it's an, yeah, I used to rely on that, but not anymore. Okay. Yeah. Another, another, um, the thing is, I'm, I should actually know that. So Glossier have, Glossier, sorry. They have, <laughs> this is not sponsored by Glossier. This is not sponsored by Glossier, but you can hit me up if you would yeah. like to like, send me some But um, Glossier, they have a serum, mm-hmm. which you put on your skin, which is like a natural highlighter. It's like a, and it's like a highlighter, highlighter, highlighter kind of serum. It's like an so serum, paint. that's a highlighter. Is, is it serum or cream? You're not talking about Future G. Future G. Oh, so you try that. That's like their newest one. I love Future G. I've I heard it's really good for. It's more about the appearance of your skin. It's not necessarily maybe doing much for your skin. It doesn't do anything for your skin, but it's right. it's a cute dewy highlight. Right. And I, you're supposed to put it in po- points of points uh, where of you the, want to highlight. Where, yeah. I put all over. Okay. Yeah. I need to try that. I think I, I think I might buy that. But before I I did that, I was on set and. Um, and I was like, how do I, how do I, I want to, I want to highlight my face, but I don't want to mm. necessarily put like a ton of makeup on. Mm. And she was like, just literally use some lip gloss and put it at the highest yeah. point of your face. Yeah. And so when I'm on the bus, sometimes I get my like mirror <laughs> and I'll, I'll put lip gloss on my lips yeah. and I'll just put it and I'll just tap on my cheeks and my nose and mm. my eye, you know, the highest point. My, my, my youngest sister has been doing that her whole life. She's mm. always maybe, you know, like the little pots of Vaseline, I think it is. Oh my God, yeah. Eyelids around there and yeah. I think it's actually done us some good just like for moisture's sake as well. So, but yeah, I... That good mineral. I've moved away quite a bit from like powder highlighters. I don't mind stick ones that you can kind of rub. I need a cream. Really, yeah. I need a cream. I tried a new one today that a friend gave me and I'm... 
It's all right. It catches the light. It hasn't mm. got loads of color in it, but I'm not sure that I love it. It's like I'd rather have the look of moisture rather than color. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 But hey, so that's your morning routine. Did I even give the morning routine? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, hey, hey, my child. Yeah. Okay. But is there anything else that like you like to do as part of your day to get you ready to go out the door? Like, are you a tea drinker? Are you, are you into meditation? Are you into going to the gym first thing? Um, it really, it really very, I'm trying to get myself to finish this Bible in one year study, which is not really working. I've missed right. 30 days and <laughs> it's, it literally takes up 20 minutes of your morning, even right. if you listen to it. So I've literally like, right. I've literally brought You're it down behind. to joy. Just listen to it. You don't even have to read yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah, let yeah. it play in the background and I still yeah. forget. So I'm trying to get back on that. Okay. Um, but I used to go to the gym in the morning, stop doing that. I, now what I do is I literally jump out of bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine that's like, boom. Yeah. Like, yeah. you've got 10 minutes. Do right. what you can. Okay. Anything okay, else okay. you can do on the bus. Right. So we're trying, okay. to, we're, trying to, we're trying to stop doing, we're, not, we're trying to like, you know, reel back on that. Okay. Okay. So I have no morning routine, unfortunately. Right. And is that because, so am I right in thinking that your kind of, your full-time role is hair? Amongst other things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what, so if you don't have a regular routine, like, just tell me a bit about what is a, is there an average day for you? Or give me an example of a day average, you had the day, last week. The day that I had last week was, I was shooting last week. So okay. it really, it, it's either that, it's either I'm doing nothing, or I'm doing something intensely. Right, okay. So um, last week we were shooting, so it's mainly emails okay. in the morning, mm -hmm. research, going out to source and buy some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, last week it was like us on like Shepherd's Bush, Berwick Street, trying to find, sorry, Shepherd's Bush and Berwick Street, mm -hmm. trying to find like fabric that imitated carpet that could be hung on a, on a, uh, on a, a post, on a backdrop. Yeah. Right. So it really, it really does depend. So or what was that for though? There. Was that for a hair shoot or? It was for a hair shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, I, I like textural backgrounds. I don't like necessarily like shooting on white backdrops unless I'm collaging over it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I can get a nice brick wall, mm. if I can get like a wooden, like wooden panel back, background, like that mm -hmm. could be quite nice as well. Yeah. I'm testing a lot. I don't necessarily post a lot on Instagram. That's the thing. You're not someone that I can like scroll through and see exactly what you're doing no, i feel like there's so much there's too much there's so much information online if i'm proud of what i've okay i'm proud of mm. what I'm, i've done if mm -hmm. there's a process that i really would like to share and mm. something i'm really interested like for example we were driving um i was driving into ikeja sorry mm -hmm. i was driving from ikeja to ikui and i saw a concrete cast of a hair ad and i was like oh my god that's amazing it's like said, this is in nigeria this is in right. nigeria and posted that and that's right. probably the quickest I've posted in about a year. Okay. You know, yeah, stories, yeah. constant, constant conversation. Yeah, I think a lot of people are moving to that. Yeah. I think stories, You, it feels how Instagram used to feel, more like just dash it out. Yeah. Whereas posting on your feed has become a lot more laboured and got yeah. to think about this yeah. and think of the times if you're try trying to gain more of an audience yeah. so it's it's less throwaway than it used to be i feel like the feed is the the, the kind of portfolio mm. and the stories is like whatsapp like the conversation yeah. behind it yeah 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 the bts behind you yeah like, yeah life, whatever but even that i mean even from that you still can't um you still can't judge or like get a person's life still oh god no because they're showing you a tiny percentage yeah, but it, it's so it's so constant you think you know a person you know yeah you do you but think that is yeah but um it's just another form it's not it's just another language mm. it's another language snapchat another language do you use snapchat 
Nope. I've ne- I never, ever got Snapchat. I feel like I'm... St- I, I don't know what I use it for, but I'm, I'm still there. You like it? Yeah. It feels like a <laughs> I've never touched account. it once. Interesting. My sisters are on it. And I know a lot of people are on it. I'm just like, I don't need another one. Yeah. I just yeah. don't. I'm yeah. I'm still into Tumblr. I love like, Tumblr. Even though they've... It's full of ads and stuff, but I've always been yeah. more of a Tumblr. I've always been more of the visual type, sharing things that inspire me rather than sharing myself. Yeah. And I feel like Snapchat is more about showing yourself, like, what you're doing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really want to know about how young Joy went from being Joy present day working in hair. So you you were telling me a little bit about how you used to just make things for yourself from a young age. Yeah, I was a DIY kid. Um, I just really wanted to know how to make and, and do everything, apart mm-hmm. from cook a lot. Okay. Apart from eat for myself. Um, I was, uh, I was really interested in like craft from a really young age. I would learn how to crochet dresses for my dolls. Um, I wanted to know how to make songs. Okay. (laughs) That was very short lived. (laughs) I was short lived. I really wanted to like learn and, and hair was only in the, uh, like subject to that. So. Okay. So it's just one more thing for you one to learn. One more thing for me to right. I wanted to learn how to do my own hair. Okay. Like if I could control the way I look, if I could control the way I did a braid, if I could control the way I cornrowed, okay. I was like, I felt like I'd made knitted a blanket, you know? Okay. Like, I felt like it was, it was a huge plus for me. Mm. Um, I was knitting at the time as well. I was um, subscribed to this dollhouse like program. <laughs> so they will send me like bits every month and mm. it would be like another component to a house that I was building. Okay. Like, you know, so... Um, which is ironic because I let, let went on to study like architecture and interior mm, and you're, Yeah, you're interested in interior design. Yeah, exactly. So, um, hair was just one of those things that I really wanted to learn. And obviously if it's to do with your identity and your image, you're, you're probably going to obsess over it mm, for like, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of your life. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm so happy I learned at a young age. I learned how to And you're braid. completely self-taught, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm self-taught. I learned how to braid when I was like, I want to say when I was 10, 11. Oh, wow. Um, and I would practice on my friends mm-hmm. in in um the playground. So mm-hmm. I had like a bench. Sometimes they give me money, sometimes they won't. Okay. Most of the times they would not give me money. It wasn't about the money. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. It was about yeah. me practicing, learning right. to braid so that okay. in the future I could make money. Yeah. <laughs> you really were thinking along that line. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to make money. Like I wanted mm. to make money as well. Um so um but I didn't. I so and then my my auntie got me a doll's head. I was practicing on that and mm-hmm. then I learned how to like add extensions to the doll's head. Oh, wow. And when I got to secondary school, I stopped because I completely forgot about it. I was just like, okay, I'm pretty decent at doing hair. I used to wear the same hairstyle every day. In mm-hmm. fact, I was wearing like these Mickey Minnie Mouse, like... Oh, the little puffs. puffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't into like extensions, doing singles. Actually, my mom didn't like us wearing singles cause mm-hmm. she didn't like the fact that it made us feel and look older than we actually right. were. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so she wanted you to stay she, with your puffs. Yeah. She wanted us to stay like youthful, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm thankful for. But mm-hmm. then I, my, all my images, I really can't share them because I literally had kids puffs. Yeah. Like, I'm like, 16, I would love to see, you know, <laughs> at 16. Till I was like 16. Okay. I was wearing like mini puffs. That's cute. Um, so I wasn't experimental with hair until I went to college. Okay. Um, what were you studying there? I was college. I was doing like, I was A levels. I was doing um, art, maths, physics and English lit. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So you, did you start doing hair again? Like on the side? Yeah. Because, um, um, college, there was no uniform. 
So you either express yourself through mm. hair, makeup, or your clothes. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a lot of clothes to go by. Like, not that I didn't mm-hmm. have clothes. Like, I had clothes, but I wasn't mm. expressive in my clothes as I was yeah, with yeah, my hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll try the singles. I'll try the cornrows. I'll try, you know, wrapping premium too. I'll try, like, you know, perming my hair, doing using rollers. Like, oh, gosh. Um, I used to be on this amazing, there was this amazing um, website called Black uh, Black Girl Long Hair. Um, oh gosh, yeah. And there was a couple of other like naturality and um all these American like mm. um websites and they would mm. have these um chat rooms, chat boards, and it would have you'll have girls there trying out different um products. Like mm. there was Lotta Body that was really good for like mm. setting your hair. Mm-hmm. I'd go to like packs and I'd run and get these rollers and like these bendy rollers and try to test them out on myself. I got myself a perm because I was like, okay, probably it'll look better with the perm. So I literally would perm my hair so I could use a roller. And for a while, like my hair was looking really great. And then I was mm. like, no, I'm tired of this. Let me grow it out. Um, cut my hair off into like, um, a Grace Jones kind of style. Really? Yeah, I had Grace Jones hair. Um, and then grew it out a bit. And then it wasn't until about maybe, I feel like for the past three years, I've been changing my hair, like probably every, every month, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I get bored of one style. And do yeah. That. Yeah. Like, and you're so, you're able to just change it up. You, I think, yeah, I am, I am able, but I also, um, I feel like this, this, you're, you're constantly learning. You're constantly learning. And the DIY, I've had the DIY kick recently because, mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, when you're making wigs, I feel like some making wigs and crocheting, mm-hmm. like your hair is, it's almost like knitting. Mm-hmm. It's like seamstressing. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of like, even the blanket stitch, the blanket stitch you use to like, you know, hem a trousel, or like, okay. you know, close a seam. Yeah. It's the same stitch you'd use to like, you know, put the track on the net when you're when you're weaving okay. so there's something quite therapeutic about i can imagine the practices, yeah like the practices blending kind of like merging over each other mm-hmm. um when i wanted to do a ponytail i'm wearing a ponytail oh, you can see if you can't see i'm wearing a ponytail right now <laughs> <laughs> um i was like i want a ponytail but the hair that i wanted to use is on a wig so i was like i don't want to take off the wig i've got like literally 20 minutes to get ready so i cut the wig in half and I almost, and I kind of like, and I hemmed it wow. over and then put it on my hair. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't wait to wrap this around my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. So I feel like the DIY aspect comes in quite a lot when, mm. I'm, when I'm trying out new things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm not as extreme when it comes to styles. I just like simple, quick solutions. Right. In hindsight, I'm quite lazy. So I would like right. to get a style done fast without, you know, the amount of work. Right. Apparently that's an attribute of being a Leo, but I don't know. Oh, right. Okay. Um, quick, yeah. Finding quicker ways to do long tasks. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to your professional life, what kind of styles are you most often asked for? Like, do you do a lot of fashion week stuff? Are you doing session I'm styling? With, do you know what's funny? I haven't done a lot of, I haven't, I haven't been active for a while. Right. I haven't been active for a while and I think Is that because you've been travelling? I guess it's the travel. And I think it was because per- I, I remember I reached one I reached the point where I mean I was I can't remember whose hair I was doing, I can't remember what shoe I was on. And mm-hmm. I was like, I really can't do this for the rest of my life. Like I can't really? I can't be yeah, I, I mean I would love I love her, mm-hmm. but I can't be I I I generally don't feel what's the word? Um I don't feel valued. What in yeah. the industry? Or... Yeah, no, no, not in the industry. But like, I feel like as a glam, like you don't necessarily have, always have a creative say. Mm-hmm. No, you're you just know? there to do. You're just there to somebody do... else's vision, right? If they want a ponytail, give them a ponytail. If the if the if the mood board's about 
you know, bobs mm. and wigs, you give them a bob and a wig. Right. Like, you probably have a say on how you, you'd like to go about doing the doing mm. the work, but you don't have a say on the stance that you can actually do. Okay. And some people may argue that you do, but I feel like I would love to have complete, like like I was complete saying, when, control. I, when I'm doing my hair, I want I, I learned how to do my hair because I wanted complete control mm. of how it mm. looked. And so I would like the same if I'm doing, you okay. know, work on set. And I also like the idea that my work is informed by something other than just hair. So I think that's where, cause I reached, so I went back into do my masters mm-hmm. at the RCA mm-hmm. and, um, I like the idea that, okay, I'm looking at vernacular forms of architectural, like, you know, buildings that mm-hmm. are maybe influenced by arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at William Morris or we're looking mm-hmm. at um, Charles Rennie Macintosh mm-hmm. and then trying to seam that back into how I do okay, hair, I do, you yeah, know? Yeah, okay. So I love that something else could inform my work as mm-hmm. well. And the, it's interesting that the process collages that I would do for conceptual, um, my conceptual, my ideas in the conceptual stages mm. at uni mm-hmm. was almost how I approached hairstyles right. when I was, you know, on set trying to come up with ways of what mm. I could do as well. Mm. And I think the collages itself are art pieces, you know, because they're like my thought process. They're, okay. They're me trying to combine two worlds into one practice. And if it may not function in reality, it, mm. the thought the thought process kind of swells in that in yeah. that state, which is a two D piece of paper. So, um, do you share these collages? I'm trying to think if I've seen them. So I've I haven't shared it on. So I had an ex. So um, there's this ex. There's this. Um, I want to call it an art festival, art exhibition mm-hmm. um, that happens in Nigeria. It's called Artex Lagos. Okay. And so they they showed some of my work. Well, Frida approached me. Frida's an amazing curator. Okay. Um, and she approached me into like showing some pieces for RX Live, which oh, happened wow. in November last year. So I think when she approached me, I was like, okay, so these could be something bigger than this. Could be something it sounds like it to just, me. It sounds yeah. like it could be really important. So I feel like that, I, when I when I started doing well, when she gave me that platform, I realized, wow, this could actually be something more than just mm. you doing hair on set mm. and then architecture, um, architectural projects on the side. I feel like because I never necessarily went into, I never worked in an architecture firm, I never mm. worked for an interior designer. I feel like these projects are almost like my my little building. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm where just like where do you see it going? If you're saying you're not super keen on being on set, like. Have you got a vision for what you want to do so in the future? What I did last week, I feel like I'm I'm trying not to give myself that much pressure, right? Because I feel like both worlds are super um, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But I definitely so hair and architecture, yeah. yeah. You know, and you can be. I feel like hair is one of those things where, unlike makeup, like you know, you could be so successful doing hair. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not saying that you cannot be successful doing makeup. What I'm saying mm. is that, like. You can have constant. You have constant clients for yourself, like yeah. coming through. You yeah. Know? Someone getting it's groom- grooming is super self sufficient. Yeah. As somebody who's trying to be an entrepreneur, it's not hugely unreliable. People need mm. people. Yeah. Need their if hair you done. can do hair, you can make money. Totally on different scales. Like you yeah. Could be the yeah. lady like down the street, or mm-hmm. the lady you know who's like doing session styling. Mm-hmm. Like you can you the world is your oyster. Mm-hmm. Makeup is harder because I guess people use it for events. Yeah. And yeah, s- yeah. On certain yeah. occasions, it's yeah. not like a, a, I mean, hair is more of an everyday thing. You know, yeah. it's like getting milk. You know, yeah. Okay. You're not gonna not do your hair, and if you're a barber, wow. Yeah, that's one thing I'm not life. doing. Oh really? De- oh my god! I you wish could I do could that. I could still do it. Yeah. But I'm like, wow. Like your friend comes, just do a little trim. Like if you're in uni, if you're literally on a uni campus and you know how to barb, business right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, business. 
social life, done, yeah. tick, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just people coming out. And the quickness, the quickness as well, mm-hmm. the efficiency to get uh, your mm. partner done. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted that was that I've always wanted, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to announce it. I think you should do something, it. Something I think else. You do it. But um, what I have been doing is I've been turning those collages. So last mm-hmm. week we did a shoot, which I was telling you about, mm-hmm. and we we turned those collages. I t- I made like photographic representations of what the collages would look like. If the the hair world itself is not like what you're sort of thinking is a definite route for you. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone in the hair world that's inspired you so far? Okay, I'm inspired by... So yesterday we were watching the documentary mm-hmm. on um, Yojamoto. We were watching the documentary. We were talking about the McQueen. It was a crap documentary. It was a bad documentary. No, it wasn't a, he's not a bad person. No, he's not a bad person. <laughs> but, but the documentary maker... <laughs> They must have given him. You got six hours of Mr. Yamamoto. It was super quick. It was terrible. There's no storytelling. It was coherent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've he's he's got another one that we should probably watch. Yeah, from 1989. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'm. I think I'm just interested in people mm. that create work. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be hair. It doesn't have to be makeup. Mm. It doesn't have to be um limited to to the um creative creative industry. industries. Yeah. Like, I'm just really. I'm really inspired by by people who create work that that move you mm-hmm. whether it like they connect you to your senses they allow you to feel they mm-hmm. allow you to kind of to talk they allow yeah. you to um not only ex- express something deeper that's on the surface level you mm-hmm. know they allow you to like commit you know they want you to continue to talk about them mm-hmm. like later on yeah they want that's like their legacy that's like their, their name so goes when I, on so when i when i think of when i think of people who do that it's like you know um I think of architects who, mm. like, so for example, there's this amazing architect called Peter Zumthor, mm-hmm. and he, I'm obsessed about his work. He did this, and he wrote this amazing book called Atmospheres. Okay. And it's literally him just talking about the elements, like the elements of like material, the elements of like light, like sound, space. And he evokes this into his projects mm. and his work. Mm-hmm. So he creates like amazing bathhouses and he's oh, just wow. And so when he's talking about it, you feel it. And when you mm. go into the spaces, it's like his words have become like. Mm. So I'm really like inspired by by people who aren't are not in tune with life, but they allow life to like, you know, craft their work. Right. It's no. super like hands-on, it's super like Yeah, special. yeah. So, it sounds like you you've got a lot coming in the future. So I'm so I'm I really people that evoke something more than just if a product can say more than this is this I'm giving you like a lipstick. Yeah. You know, I guess you want you I, want more. I want more. Which is probably why when Glossy first came out, I was obsessed because mm. they didn't just give me a biscuit. Sorry, a biscuit? Wow. <laughs> a lipstick. A lipstick. <laughs> they didn't even give me a lipstick. They no, gave me they didn't. Gloss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a but biscuit. it was I think you like if you ever read into the gloss, you kind of felt like you were part of the brand already. Didn't know anything went into the gloss. Oh really? But it's because someone because you know they're so the cons- the peer to peer consumer like recommendation. Somebody was sold, and then they they didn't necessarily sell it to me. They spoke about it like it was their own. Like, yeah, they, they yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. they dropped on. Yeah, they picked up from the floor. Oh my god! It's like a little gloss <laughs> that you should try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're convinced about something, so mm. I just flew. If you're convinced <laughs> and you're solely convinced, mm-hmm. then you literally will you convince me. So the way mm-hmm. that Peter mm-hmm. was convinced about, you know, the elements of of water, light, mm. and air, and his space that he created in Swiss Alps. If you can convince me that lipstick 
Like mm. this lip gloss kind of saved your life. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sold. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jelly tube, ju- juicy tube. Oh my gosh, juicy my tube. My friends convinced me about something I'd never really known about, mm. and now, and now I feel like I've had it since I was a teenager. But mm. in lies, I've had it for like a year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've been around for a long it's time. Been around oh my for gosh. such a long time. So yeah, I'm. I feel like. You can you can tell me anything if mm. you're if you're convinced mm. that it works mm. for you, especially if you're a friend, okay. and especially if your words tell a story that's more than mm. I tried this because I'm yeah, yeah, this yeah. Workshop. What's kind of your first recollection of beauty or grooming being like a part of everyday life? Um, I'm trying to think. Did I have any anyone in my family that I looked up to beauty wise? So you weren't um, following your. You, my mum was is a very simple woman. Right. Like she doesn't. She just needs a groom. She has no hair. Right. Like like she has hair on her head, but she but she keeps it low. She she no, but like she um for example she doesn't wax. Are we talking about like even beauty practices? She doesn't wax. She doesn't need to wax. She right. Have much eyebrows. Oh have to right. Like her skin was amazing. Yeah. So she could literally go. You know, right, and I okay. think that's probably why I feel like I don't need you to like, do anything mm. to myself. Like I never thought I looked at my mum and said she has like great you. skin. I want to be <laughs> like you. Like I was never like I do mm. love to be like my mom. She's amazing, mm. but um I never thought that. But I guess that's why subconsciously I don't you. like trying too much. Like my mom's family, they're like you know their house are they're from the north in Nigeria and they're very mm-hmm. were known to be quite simple people. Right, like especially that her family, they're like they they were like farmers. They used mm-hmm. to like grow ginger and like mm-hmm. chick, you know, and so. When it comes to self care, they'll probably just wrap their head and and they were um deeper life, which is like a like a part of the Christian kind of like oh, right. So they would not wear any jewelry. They like always wear black, long skirts, wrap their hair. My grandma was like, "I'm done with this." So she stopped. She stopped wearing. She, she started wearing anything else <laughs> she wanted. <laughs> and but even then, but even after that, they still don't wear makeup. They've all got really mm. good skin. Like so, um, in terms of beauty. I think that probably came through TV, magazines. Mm, mm. I was a huge Teen Vogue collector. I used to love right. Teen Vogue. Cosmo Girl. Oh my gosh. I used to <laughs> love Cosmo Girl. And I guess that's why I started Black Girls Love Pink because I never used to see a lot of girls on the, like, Black Girls mm, on the cover. Yeah. And you'd see all their beauty tips, like, you should use this and you should mm. use this. The only thing, I think that's why I love gloss because the only thing I could take from that is the lip gloss yeah. that they were wearing because yeah. I can't match my shade to them mm. I'm really terrible at like eyeshadow palettes you know remember mm. Christmas we used to get those massive eyeshadow and use palettes one. no but they weren't even pigmented you couldn't even use oh even god it would just be skin. like nothing yeah. it would literally be nothing yeah. and and I remember like I used to take my lip gloss I'd put it in my little pocket and take it to like primary school my sister would <laughs> steal it and then I'd have, we'd fight and it's like you know so I think that's but, why you steal from her now that's why I steal from her now because she she she, <laughs> she recently has just gone into beauty and she's loving it and she's like great she's great at it like she really took time to research she'll like sit down she'll be she's like She's um she has a science scientific background. Okay. So I think she relates to the Kiehl's Kiehl's right. brand because there's you know they have the it's lab coats they've got like yeah. they've got the skull you know they've got yeah. the skeleton hanging. She's a teacher as well. They've got the skeleton hanging at the back. Yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. So she's fascinated so by the she, science. Side. She loves this science side and they've really helped her. She um you know connect with with her skin mm. deal some of her skin issues. She mm. uses amazing cream that I'm now gonna start using. Which one is it? It's the seaweed moisturizing oh right it's like you literally use like you scoop a, like literally a finger yeah and you put it on your skin and you just feel the height your your skin starts like you oh. feel like it's like you've you've jumped into water i need a new moisturizer 
It's expensive, but it's amazing. Yeah, Kiehl's is like... No, but I think if you're... I bought that avocado eye cream that everybody goes on about. Get the avocado. <laughs> Get the seaweed um, okay. moisturizer. I literally used a bit and I was like, wow, my skin is swimming. Really? It really... Yeah. I don't know where the water comes from, but they bring it out from somewhere. It's like okay. Moses cracking a stone and there's like water coming out. Like... <laughs> I don't know where the water's coming from, but the water just appears in your skin, and I okay. really would recommend it. When I was in when I was in secondary school, mm-hmm. um, when in terms of hair, I looked like a boy. I would like corner my hair all the way back because mm-hmm. I just wanted something simple. I wasn't mm-hmm. at school to like to, you to know, yeah look pretty to look pretty. I was there yeah. to work, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> because... Well, it's kind of the correct yeah. No, because people are in in secondary school to like mess around. And yeah, I, and like you know they're not about they're like Joy, you're in like year eight. What are you here to work for? Like no, I've got like you know got my filing together. I've got food tech at like at three pm. Do not disturb me. I'm leaving home early because I want to go home on time. Get myself ready for the next day. I was very oh, strategic. Wow. I wish I had the my my mom would even be like, Joy, you remember back in the day when you were so organized? Like, yes, I remember when I was so organized, and I'm try- I can't get back to it. And I was really yeah. did not care about anything. When I, was, I was like about my work. You know, like mm. I had a job. Like, my work. That joy, that joy would really do well. Where's that joy? Um, I had really bad acne. I think I was saying it before. Right, yeah. So, um, I would definitely go to, the, I went to the chemist mm-hmm. to get some products. I would oh, never gosh. go to Boots. Mm. And Neutrogena. Right. You which, know. which color one was it? The orange one? The, the pink orange one. one. Mm. The yeah. one that was made for acne. Yeah. You know, and it had the, the spot, acne guides. the spot yes. treatment as well. Yeah. That bleached my skin. Yeah. Wow. I had like a bleach pot on the side of my head. Wow. I think because my skin, your skin is most sensitive in this area, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I when I would, and I was getting, I used to get acne like here. So right. I'm like, get the. Yeah, you're like the more I, the more I rub, the the more you know? the product's gonna do. And then my skin would was obviously dry, so it would get really oily, and so yeah. I just keep going back and forth, back yeah, and forth yeah. to a point where I would like go home. I'm like, mom is not working. Mm. My skin is all beat up, and she's like, because you didn't this thing. So I <laughs> would go to. She took me to the GP. Mm-hmm. And first of all, they gave me the salicylic. This is the first time I... Salicylic. This is the first time I heard of salicylic. 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 You, you got it, girl. <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard of that, that, right. that acid. And then mm-hmm. I would research it. I think this is what got me into, like, you know, hair as well. Because along with, you know, skin, mm-hmm. there was, like, people talking about mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was researching that. I used to... I started putting that on my skin. My skin really started to clear up. Okay. Um, they gave me a pill first and mm. I wasn't, that wouldn't really work. So I, I started using their little, um, serum, mm-hmm. um, and like my skin started flaring up. So that's probably the first introduction I've had to skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it was like a stressful introduction. It's very stressful, a forceful introduction. Mm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, another time was when we were having school pictures taken. Right. And I really wanted a mascara. Like just, I wanted a mascara because I heard that mascaras make you look beautiful. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna go get a mascara. I don't know what. It does. Where did you hear this from? No, it's like people were like, oh my god, it's like Maybelline, like the yellow one. Oh, <laughs> not the pink one with the green lid. Not the pink one, the yellow one. <laughs> okay, is that colossal? Or colossal damage or some concrete thing? <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was in Boots and I was obviously looking for something. And one of the one of the customer service girls, sales system was like, you're right, Lajuna, do you need help? And I was like, yeah. I didn't go to school in East London, so I don't know where I'm going to get this accent from. <laughs> I was in Bread Cross and I walked into Boots and they had this Dior stall and I was like, oh, I could never do Dior. Like, you know, oh, it's the, too expensive. The Dior show mascara. The Dior show mascara. And she was like, just come and give me a little try. It's going to make your eyes look amazing. And it 
it yeah, is. And so she style. gave me a sample. She gave me like a couple samples, oh. and I was like the first time like somebody was ever nice to me in a makeup <laughs> store. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was, I must have been like fifteen, sixteen. Mm. And then I had this friend called Isabel. She was really into makeup at such a young age. Like she knew how to do an eyeliner like that. Mm, like, mm. and she took me to. Um, it was like Boots had a really cheap brand in the back right and um i can't remember i think it was self-titled was it coincel was it oh, natural it was like a natural collection yeah it was natural collection natural collection that, yeah. yeah so she she introduced me to there they had like a, a clear brow gel mm, yeah and they had mascara and eyeliner and she was like mm. do you get these stuff you're gonna look amazing and i was like okay so i practiced like oh my god the first time i ever did my my, my <laughs> eyeliner lord have mercy i was literally i don't know what i was doing mm. didn't know anything about being you know the liner being close to the lash didn't know <laughs> anything sick. about like i just saw it as a pen you know i think right I actually, so you just like draw i think draw. I, I think i actually used it as a pen at one point you know probably <laughs> <laughs> to write down my name on paper or something i think i did um so yeah and then I took my pictures that day, had some gloss. Mm. And then the same day I went to the chemist to get some rollers because I had this mm. really dead, fr- I had a fringe that I really wanted to be straight. So I had that. And then um, I think I straightened my hair. Oh my gosh, I straightened my hair with a, um, I, I found these cordless straighteners. But to power the- brawn? No, it was, I think it was brawn. Was it brawn? They were like the first ones that was like cordless. And cordless, you could, but you had to it was like, like curl your- Yes, the gas, gas canister thing, the gas and canister. they smell. They smell yeah, like gas, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Mom, it's cordless. It's great." No, <laughs> it's cordless because it had a gas canister. Had a gas canister. Imagine we're using, we're really yeah. What was that doing to the environment? I have oh, no God. idea, but I used that to straighten my fringe every mm. two seconds because <laughs> I wanted it to be dead straight. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, natural. Yeah. And then mm. I think it was probably the best picture I've, I've ever taken. I think like, is it around? Can yeah, I can it? I can show it to you. Please. You're gonna see me with my little puff. It was no longer a mini yeah. it was never it wasn't a mini mouse, two puff, it was like one puff. One puff and then one puff fringe. Okay. Like I need to see fringe. it. I need to see it. And then the, my I didn't have much hair, but I had a cute fan. Oh gosh, the fan. I never did the fan. That was I after always my did the time. fan. Wow. Where did was, the fan come from? I don't know. Came from probably I don't know, in Cousin America like they all do. Mm. Um but yeah, those were done a bit differently. So were there anyone, you mentioned TV, like, is there anyone from that time that used to influence you, like a specific actress or singer, perhaps? I mean, they influenced me, but I could never do their styles because mm. I wasn't a weed girl, you know, right. I'd fantasize about because my mom never <laughs> let me use premium, premium one, premium two weave packets were like gold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my mum would and I'd be so jealous of the girls that would always switch up their weaves like when they went to school I'd tell them their oh, hair wow. all the time. and I was like it wasn't until I was in college I got to it wasn't until I was in college that I got to experiment with with weaves and then mm-hmm. I realised that wow my head is actually really big and my you need a probably, lot of packets I need a lot of packets <laughs> and I probably just look better rocking a natural right natural look or like doing like cornrows and stuff okay Um, I loved reading about hair in that time more than trying out styles okay you know so. you seem like someone that likes to take in i want to take it in yeah and then when i'm ready to do it i'll do it so fast forward to <laughs> when you were at you did you go to uni after college yeah i did a foundation and then i went to uni what was it what was the hair beauty situation at that time probably non-existent because um architecture was took up so much of my life that okay. grooming was not a priority right I mean, grooming, I mean, yeah, I kept my Groom- <laughs> But it was, I wasn't but a priority. Beautifying. Beautifying yeah, yeah, was yeah. not a priority. 
like it wasn't at all. Mm, I, mm. And I'd say that unless I'd have a presentation, then I'd like mm. run around trying to find something. But work definitely came first in that time. Mm-hmm. So I've had it's it's coming in weird dosages. Mm. Um, where I, you know, I'm, I'm only reading about hair and then I forget mm. about it, let it marinate a bit. And then I go back right. and I see, oh my God, this is how, how much is it, has it mm. grown since I last look at, looked at it? Mm. What kind of stars are out now? Mm. Like, who's doing what? Mm. I feel like I've seen a, a huge, cause I guess at that time was the natural hair movement. So everybody was like, you know, ditching, yeah. ditching extensions, any, yeah, any yeah, kind of yeah. European look, you know, yeah. wigs, weaves. And I think at that time, I'd cut my hair. So I wasn't necessarily concerned about um, any styles. I was only concerned about what my mm. hair looked like at mm. that time. So keeping that cute, clean, proper, mm. feeling my scalp every morning, you know, massaging my scalp with mm. cute oils. And especially because mm. everybody was into oils at, those, at that time. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that's when the share butters came around. And then um, the... Uh, what else? Castor oils, mm-hmm. you know. I think Jamaican castor oil. The black oil castor really oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black castor oil. And I think I was even using amla oil at that time. Yeah, I went through a stage of using that because um, you look at the women. That's the one that's, is it an Indian brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see their amazing, thick, long hair. Oh You're like, gosh. yep, I'm going to get hair like, yeah. like that. Amazing shine. Like, put that in your conditioner, you get mm. amazing shine. Mm. Like, if you're doing a blowout, I definitely recommend yeah, putting yeah, amla yeah. in your conditioner. Yeah. Because, boy, the shine is real. Um, and yeah, so I wasn't concerned. I was literally just concerned about tap, 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 go. Like tap, yeah, go, I need tap, to remember tap, tap, tap. You know, anything that was quick and easy, co-wash, mm. done. At that mm-hmm. time, it was literally just like mixing water in the conditioner and then rinsing yeah. your hair and leaving your house. Yeah, yeah, just leaving um, it. But yeah, like anything quick at that time. Yeah. Because my, my, my work was more important than how mm. I looked. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast forward in all the way to like right now. Mm-hmm. When, what does it take for you to like, when do you feel you're most beautiful? Like, in a ponytail. Oh, it's about the hair still. I think, oh, is that your question? (laughs) Yes, it's an actual, (laughs) like, when do you feel you're most beautiful? I'll I'll tell you what most people seem to say. Like, if I had to do a a graph, Mm. most people say, fresh out of the shower. No makeup. It's very... Some people say when they've done the full-on glam red lip. So right. it's like, like it's, like, it's about those lip. times when you're like, yeah, I'm good. I feel like I feel beautiful. I feel beautiful when my skin feels good and I don't have to do much to alter it. Mm. And I have like a nice hairstyle that's simple enough. Like I like I like looking like I took five minutes to get ready. And if I look like that and that it has taken me five minutes to get ready, <laughs> then I am I feel like it's beautiful. Mm. I don't like being I don't like maintenance. I like like heavy maintenance. Right. Like I don't like the idea that you, you have to spend I heard that Gwyneth Paltrow not that she's my icon, <laughs> but like I heard that Gwyneth Paltrow literally only gives her glam fifteen minutes for her to get ready. And if But that's somebody doing it for her, right? I imagine. You know what, yeah. If someone <laughs> if fifteen minutes someone's on hair, someone's on face. Yeah, but do you know? But in the it sense, was she talking that about herself. She's talking about herself and her glam team. But right. okay, maybe that's not a good analogy. <laughs> maybe, I'm just, I just want to say, like, because they, I guess, okay, maybe this reverts back to you know the whole cos- Cosmo Girl and Teen Vogue that you know styles that made you look good in like five minutes, mm, mm, and that mm. was the red lip and the mascara and yeah, like the, the five minute face, five minute face, look. the no makeup makeup, and there was no, there was no tutorial for me in that world and mm. so the fact that now i found a routine where i can get ready in five minutes and feel great and look great i mm. feel like i'm the most beautiful 
because I did it without right. y'all. Okay, and it like, yeah, I and it hasn't that. taken you loads of effort. Therefore, it's not like you formed a completely new persona. Totally, no. you just highlighted the things that you like about your face. Exactly, which is what um, which is what like you know session stylists do. Okay, um, session makeup artists do. Um, and I think once I mastered that for myself, not mm-hmm. saying that I could do this for anybody else. I was like, well, I, I think I've got it now, mm. you know? I, I mean, my friends, they love, especially growing up, they loved, like, you know, like, taking ages to get ready. And for me, I didn't have the patience. Yeah, and that three-hour thing, drinks you know, and whatever. And yeah. then, like, you know, still not feeling great about yourself after you've gotten done. And if I'm taking three hours to get ready, I'm going to enjoy the process. Mm. But I don't want it to be mm. stressful. Mm. You know, mm. I want to give myself the option that I can do my makeup in 10 minutes. I can do myself my makeup in one hour and still feel great both mm. ways. Mm. I would love to master the game doing my makeup for an hour and feeling great. Mm. I just don't have the blending. C- c- <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really bad at, at, at eyeshadow. And I think that's right. something I'm learning now. Um, I know any any creamy based eyeshadow mm. I'm good for. Yeah, yeah. You can still do the tap tap with that. Tap tap with that and then leave. Tap tap set and then go. <laughs> um, so yeah thanks again for listening or watching i hope you enjoyed it i know it's a bit of a longer episode but i really wanted to share this one finally because as you know if you have listened or watched before i've been doing a lot of lockdown content and i'm so appreciative of the feedback that i've got on it like people have really enjoyed it people have said it's really cheered them up i've featured people from south africa milan all over the place and We've all been talking about how lockdowns affected us in our daily lives as well as beauty, but I really wanted to share this video with Joy because I just think, you know, her name is Joy and I think it will bring joy. It's a great episode. There's going to be an IGTV special with Joy as well where I try on wigs for the first time. So be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's Beauty Me Podcast. That's where you can find me. You can also find Joy at Joy Darling In It. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Let me know in the comments what you think. Feel free to slide into the DMs and let me know who you'd want to see next. If I missed any questions with Joy that you want me to ask her. Because I do talk to her quite often. And um, yeah, I hope you loved it. Thanks again.